0: Good evening. How you doing?
1: Hello. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Did you did you, did you get your medicine? Rolled um, up? I'm
1: still trying to figure that out right now.
0: <laughs> what if you use? burnt wraps or you use backwoods?
1: Oh no, I do um, raw cones. So raw people. Oh oh
0: shoot! The, 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 the new age joint. Yeah. <laughs> joint <of paper. laughs> See, I, 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 me, I just never just like do the blunt wrap, or I use a cigar because I guess I'm old school. Cause I grew up on Phillies, Dutch mm-hmm. Masters, and then it, 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 and then if I ain't have enough, switcher sweets.
1: Yep, Which I did the whole be? Dutch Master thing, Um and then you know I was, I, I guess it was Dutch Masters for a really long time until I switched the papers.
0: I guess. Yeah, I remember they had the Optimals. Them it, shits it, just aye, right. they're aye. Right. <laughs> you know, period. Because you, because you all had that person that, that thought they was a killer blunt roller, so they want to bring the backwoods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could never mm-hmm. fuck with backwoods. I could never roll that shit with backwoods. I don't see how they do it. I, I can think backwoods.
1: I feel like it just takes up way too much weed though.
0: Like you got to put a lot of weed in there just
1: for you to smoke yeah. a
0: backwood. I'm like, I, I don't want to go buy Marlins today. <laughs> yeah, you can be rolling up
1: a whole three point five, fucking around with a backwood.
0: Oh, I'm gonna tell you how stupid we used to be back in the day. <laughs> my, man, no, my man, used to roll up. This is no lie. A a a half of an ounce blunt, and that blunt was long as shit. You, and how
1: long does it take to smoke that?
0: Come on, a minute. Like like like, put it this way, it's like it took about two days because it was. I think it was about about five we're talking about white owl no it was Dutch. he did Dutch masters
1: mm-hmm. it was
0: five Dutch masters, and he rolled i was in the like, I had to give it to him because he he's the kind of dude that he could actually roll while driving, so <laughs> he's a professional. Yeah, he told me how to re- Yeah, he I was sitting there looking at him like, dude, are you rolling the blood while you driving at 70 miles an hour? <laughs> Eighty <laughs> miles an hour. He was like, hey bro, we tried to smoke. We? I was like, oh my goodness, yo. But that, that is dude, that just the fun days when you was a young smoker.
1: Yeah, these these young smokers got they got they got some they 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 don't they don't really know real smoking, you know. They they do all this extracurricular mixes and all these different kinds of rolls, and they want to dip it in honey, yeah. and they want to roll it in Keith, and they want to put a little bit of wax in it. And I'm like, well, how high do you really want to be?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I did it. I did it. hash, not with the weed. I did hash with the weed, but we talking about hash by itself. Hmm. I was never that high ever, and I'm talking about hydro when hydro was just coming out. Man, it... hash by itself, shit, <laughs> shit. It don't even take much. You don't even take much hash.
1: Not at all. You take that little that little bit of a pinky. And put that thing up in your bong, you be high for
0: hours. Oh, it's 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 a dud, it's a done deal. It's a done deal. <laughs> so shoot, let me do these particulars so we can get this thing on the road. Okay, baby girl. Let's do it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the smokers lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcast career. All you got to do is download the Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm, and get yourself a profile today. You can start podcasting. You can monetize it. And Get distributed and all this is for free so go to anchor.fm or download the app on your phone I'm your host Cavanaugh office Southern champ aka the porn rap star. Y'all know what it is Find my porn links find my music links as well as my social media links all with one link I'm talking about all my links.com backslash porn rap star also, we are Sponsored by the Facebook of the LS community. I can't rave about them enough. I'm talking about LSworld.com. Go there today, get yourself a profile, and either continue your journey or start your journey or make your journey more kinkier while you're over there. Also, we're a proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. I talk about multiple podcasts. Give me the black. Also, why you didn't get some shopping done from over 500 black-owned retailers. So go to shopgwdistrict.com buy black, support black businesses so we can create, so we can build the black economy and create generational wealth. And you also know people that every Monday night, Monday night smoke on K97 FM, the radio station for porn, you get to listen to me and one of these sexy smoke buddies chop it up for an hour or two on the radio. I'm talking about eight o'clock Central Standard Time, nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time, at k97fm.com, tune in and catch this smoke. And for you people that's hearing this, go on over for $4.99 a month. You can get extra content, special smokes. And starting January 1st, the bonus smoke Friday is going to be subscription based only. So I'm talking about you getting three episodes a week until January 1st, plus another three to four episodes extra. $4.99 and we're talking about weekly not monthly, weekly so go ahead and subscribe today and get that premium smoke, now with all that being said I'm going to show up and let this sexy smoke buddy introduce herself
1: hello everyone, this is the lovely Quincy Rowe I am greatly appreciated to be here again
0: <laughs> oh yes, we had to bring her back people and uh go over to Patreon, I'm just advertising everything today Go over to Patreon and, and even get the become a seasoned smoker or a pure pothead to hear her full interview where she gives you the best verbal description of a blowjob you will ever hear in the history of podcasting alone. <laughs> you will listen to it over and over again with a cigarette and your dick in your hand, I guarantee you. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Most definitely. So, I saw you went to Miami. The exact same yes. Miami. How was it? Please do tell.
1: I, I had a blast in Miami. Um, I was there from Thursday to Monday. I left Monday morning. So, mm-hmm. I I wanted to make sure I settled myself in, you know, before all of the drama and all of the people and all of the everything started mm-hmm. so i wanted to get there a little a day early just so i can wrap my mind around um just getting my mind together for business mm-hmm. um but I, I had a really great time i did a lot of networking um i spoke to a lot of people that i only speak to on the internet most likely and mm-hmm. um met a, a lot of new faces uh got a couple of new opportunities um That's good I, had a, I actually had a really great time, especially for me not really going with any representation with me. Um, mm. I turned up, I had a great time, I did business, and I got out of there.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. because the interesting part about the guy had this conversation with somebody before, when does a girl need representation? Because in this business, it don't seem like you really need it, because half the time the producers want to talk to the girls anyway. They don't really want to deal with a manager or a representation per se.
1: To be honest, I really think it's situational-based. I feel Mm -hmm. like it it depends on the creator and what they're comfortable with. Um, With me, it seems as though I'm really, you know, okay with talking and meeting people and doing all that. But to be honest, it really gives me anxiety. So um, sometimes I can, I I think, or I feel like um, this job that I do, I didn't really think about Um, meeting people face to face and, you know, Mm -hmm. being out there and putting myself out there as far as socially, um, I never really gave any of that thought. So Mm -hmm. with me kind of like just diving into it now, I feel like it's just easier for me to have representation. So I don't have to stress as much, Mm -hmm. um, so I can have a direct person for people to contact if they need anything, um, rather than them completely getting in touch with me. I I prefer it that way rather than me doing everything myself because it becomes a little overwhelming um, when you don't have representation or someone helping you with this aspect of um, you doing everything on your own.
0: Yeah. Because to me, I always tell girls, you get it when you need it. If right. you're getting so many bookings that you can't have to keep up with, it, that's when you're trying to get a manager mm-hmm. or a publicist or a personal assistant or what have you. A lot of times people jump the gun, like joining a agency or grabbing a manager, and a lot of times the manager don't is not that versed or real or or have cachet in the business.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: period. Because yeah. I think that's the that's the main thing is. Anybody that you deal with, if, if they got to have cash in the field that you're dealing with them in.
1: Absolutely, because you don't want to start giving someone 20% of your money and they can't even bring you in 20% of more money. Like, yeah. uh, You want to make sure that the person that you choose to represent you is definitely going to make you more money than you can make on your own so that they can get their piece, because it's no point of paying a manager 20% if they aren't
0: giving you 20 percent of work <laughs> yeah because or people what? gotta remember you the manager works for you He don't get paid less you do
1: exactly
0: and if you get yourself more work than your man why do you need your manager <laughs> exactly exactly
1: i say the same thing but uh miami was a great time i realized <clears throat> though while i was in miami everyone kind of had some piece of representation. If they didn't mm-hmm. have representation, they at least had someone with them that could take pictures, hold their flyers, mm-hmm. um, someone that could act as um, doing manager and assistant duties um, yeah. while they were there. And I was kind of missing that, especially with the first mm-hmm. day. Um, everyone had somebody following them around with a camera, making sure they got everything, all the footage that they could, could get within mm-hmm. that Miami trip. And I just made that uh, a mental note for the next my I mean for the next Exotica in New Jersey. Make sure mm-hmm. you have somebody following you around to help you <clears> out <throat> while you're doing everything.
0: You know, because it, it's just yeah.
1: overwhelming. You got to walk around the hills four or five hours <laughs> in a convention. Yeah. You want to make sure that you know you have your business cards or whatever to pass out. You're you taking pictures. You want to make sure you're you're prepared. And I don't think that I was prepared, but at the same time. I got a lot of things done, and it I mentally checked off the things that I wasn't prepared for to prepare myself for the next following convention.
0: Yeah, because the fans love to see you walking around there with the pasties, changing <laughs> outfits, the behind mm-hmm. the scenes, and what have you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Because that's that's a selling point. Because a lot of a lot of fans don't get to go to Exotica, and they get to experience it through your eyes. You know, first. Mm-hmm. It, 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 even if girls are smart, they can take the clean parts and put it on YouTube. But you have to yeah. do a lot of editing, probably. Um.
1: Well, that's what <laughs> a lot of people... I feel like a lot of people... That's why a lot of people were walking around in Exotica with cameramen and videographers for that purpose, yeah. so that they could... Because, I mean, when you go to the convention, it's very... I don't want to say PG-13. I would say more like...
0: Already rated
1: R, <laughs> yeah, but it's not rated X, so I mean, you can't yeah. really be as explicit, but you can be, ex- ex- you know, slightly explicit enough for you to be able to post it on sites where people should be able to find you. Um, yeah, so I, I think that is a, a wonderful, great idea.
0: Oh, yeah, most definitely. So, what shoots did you do that week? Got pretty sure.
1: Okay, so I had the lovely pleasure of working with Mrs. Sarah Lace. Um, okay she she does a little bit of mainstream she mostly does her own independent work she's an mm. amazing person in person like you know how like when you meet when you when you see a, a social media presence of a person you'd be like oh, I don't know how they're gonna be a person you know I yeah I hope that they're gonna be you know as sweet and as nice as they are on social media mm. and she definitely was um mm. we decided to do a girl on girl scene
0: um, Ooh.
1: and I guess I guess you could say I stepped outside of my comfort zone by um, by allowing well, by agreeing with her to do a strap on scene with me mm. strapping on her. Um, <laughs> and that was my first time ever doing that. So, um, I, I'm okay. looking forward to putting that on my OnlyFans. I think I should be putting that on there this week. So how actually. did
0: you approach your first strap on scene? Say that again. How did you approach your first strap on the scene?
1: Um, I was very I was very nervous. I'm not even gonna lie, like I did not know what it felt like to carry a penis. And for so the first time, <laughs> I was very fucking intrigued. It made a
0: powerful doesn't <laughs> it?
1: Yeah, like I just went I just put the thing on and um she had her partner with her and he's he's an amaz he's an amazing guy as well. You may we ace Fish, right? Ace he Cush? It that, isn't it, uh, Ace Kush? Yes, Ace Cush. He is an yeah, amazing yeah. guy. He made me feel really comfortable about it. He helped me put the strap on, and he pulled down his pants, and we were throwing the dicks in the round in the air.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. He was trying to teach me a little bit of stroke game before we started. We took a couple shots, you know, just to loosen up. Um, mm. And, yeah, we got to it. It, it was fun. I, I jumped right into it. I told them that I was a little nervous, but after I got the nervousness out, the scene – the scene was was amazing. We had a great time. You were pulling hair, slapping ass. I was doing a little bit of slapping ass, sucking on a little bit of toes, eating a lot of ass and vagina. I was doing a lot of things. I it, it brought the dominance out of me. Having that dick brought the dominance out of me. I'm not even gonna lie. Like I I've, I've never went that um hard on another woman before, and mm-hmm. it it was it was a different beast that came up out of me. I'm not even gonna lie. Like I haven't even watched the scene yet. I'm, I I. had my partner edit it because I was so nervous to watch it I said I don't really think I want to watch myself fuck another girl with a strap but I had a great time doing it one thing yeah. I can say though one thing I can say is I am very happy that the Lord did not decide to give me a dick Dear. it is the hardest work I've ever had to do in my life like
0: y'all hearing this first from a woman ladies and gentlemen go ahead
1: let me tell you I I praise any man that knows what he's doing in the bedroom with that penis because it is hard work to have a penis it is very very hard my body was so sore Mm -hmm. and my my calf muscles were so tight Mm -hmm. and my my thighs were burning so bad I said no I don't don't want (laughs) to ever do this again it was fun. And then on top of that, like, you know, at least you guys get feeling from it. You know? Yeah. I'm not even getting any feeling from this. This is just, this is just labor.
0: This is hard work. This is, see, this conversation can go on so many different levels, but we going to keep it right here because, yeah, as you can <laughs> see, that, that it's, it's, because, yeah, because when, when you think about it, there's no pop shot in a, in a strap-on scene at all there's no pop shot in any way shape form or fashion you know period so it's kind of like you have to figure out how to continue to make this shit interesting with not a real ending
1: exactly and i mean she did a lot of squirting and things like that you yeah. know so we we made it interesting we kept it spicy we kept it sexy. i'm pretty
0: sure y'all did cause I and i gonna can't work.
1: wait for you guys to see it okay
0: yeah, cause cause uh, you cause you've been doing major stuff. I've been following her. Mm-hmm. I think she's from down here in Jacksonville for what I, for, for what I remember that they had moved, and um, like her and H. Been they they they've been beasting. I've been seeing them on a lot of shit and stuff like that. So so who else did you work with?
1: Um, I also had the pleasure of working with Mister Dante Diggs. Um okay. he's a new talent um i believe uh mrs gogo fucked me um introduced this young man into the industry and i I thank her much (laughs) i thank her so much because he's an amazing talent Mm -hmm.
0: um
1: he did his job we did our little thing we did a girl on guy scene we did like Mm -hmm. straight bono so you know we went kind of like straight into the you know, touching, rubbing, and fucking. Um, mm-hmm. It turned out to be a really great scene. Um, he has already released it and promoting mm-hmm. it, and we're—I'll uh, be posting that one this week on on all of my platforms. Yeah, well. yeah,
0: Did he survive? The, did, he just, did he survive the head?
1: He did survive the head. He definitely did survive. Or the did head.
0: you hold back a little bit?
1: Um did i hold that i don't feel like i did i felt like you know i felt like we had great <laughs> sexual chemistry so i think everything yeah. just flowed you know the way that it was supposed to um and you know i had a great time i i just regret the fact that i decided to do that shoot early in the morning it was like 9 a.m and mm-hmm. i decided to, to go to an after party friday night
0: <laughs> oh god <laughs> and
1: I was there till 5 in the morning so I really didn't get too much sleep before I got my scene with Dante but we knocked it out it was fun Mm -hmm. we had a great time and then right after that I had a photo shoot with the guy that recorded the scene um, for us Mm -hmm. so that was great Um, and the last person that I shot with was Mr. Habib himself the Habib show Um, he paired me up with talent his name is Dirty Drizzy. He reminds okay. me of Drake. Um, he's a chatterbait creator. <laughs> uh, he sounds just like Drake. He had like Drake mannerisms. It was a little weird because oh. I'm like, this is Am really fucking... like
0: oh, Drake's I'm like fucking... doubled. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But we had a great time. Um, Habib always knows what he's doing. He knows how to make a person feel comfortable, and vibe was great. Um, that shoot was it was pretty dope. I believe he's releasing that scene this week. He hit me up. So, um, yeah, be on the lookout for that. And for the rest of the time that I was in Exotica, I was working Pressure the Entertainer. He had his own booth and table. So I hung mm-hmm. out with him and his entourage for a little bit. Um, yeah. And I, I did a lot of networking and a lot of... Uh, a lot of situations, but oh, I got some tea. was yeah. a
0: lot of okay. tea going on. I got some tea for Okay, me. okay, wait, 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 well Since you got tea, I go <laughs> get the. I, I I pull up my cup and, and let's sip. What you got for? What we talking about? All right.
1: About? So with this Miami exotica, boy, oh boy, it was a doozy. And what I mean by that is, first of all. I realized with just Miami of kind of how New Jersey is gonna be. So there wasn't uh-huh. a lot of people that came out for Miami as far as porn stars, but there. Uh-huh. We the, I swear the OnlyFans content creators.
0: Yeah, I saw it. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, I saw Miss Beat Nasty was in the building. Mm-hmm. I said. Mrs.
1: B Nasty, all her orgy friends was there. I definitely went over to that booth and said hello to them. But it's just like it it was all about the independent content creators that came out to Miami this year. Mm-hmm. And it was it was very it was very it it made me feel good because it just lets me know that this industry is changing and it's not necessarily about the mainstream porn stars anymore. It's like a lot of people yeah. want to come out and just see the people that do independent creating. Um mm-hmm. And it's like it's kind of washing out. So that 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 was great to see. Um, but since the content creators took over, you know they showed their asses.
0: Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> there was a lot of
1: altercations and problems. You know, um, a lot of people wanted to hang out with me, but I didn't Mm -hmm. want to hang out with them because of who they was hanging out with. And there was people that wanted to hang out with me, but they didn't want to hang out with me because of who I was hanging out with. So it was, it was, if you was there, it was very, very clubhouse oriented. And what I mean by Uh that, it was just like a lot of drama that was going on now. I wasn't involved in any of it, of course, because Mm -hmm. I I know how to keep myself as being a business lady, but, Mm -hmm. um, I definitely was looking at everything that was going on
0: and, um, well, no arguments going on. The fighting was it?
1: Um. Now I heard that there was a fight. Actually, uh, <laughs> someone told me that wasn't even there. That it was a fight, but of course, you know, like I said, I'm a business woman. Yeah. The thing had nothing to do with business. It didn't make sense to me. Yeah. I was not partaking in it. But there, there were a few fights. Um, mm. There were a few altercations with some of the the more mainstreamer content creators, rather than the small time kids. Um, Damn. But um, yeah, I was invited see, to a lot of exclusive see, parties.
0: See, what I think happened is, is that we had a situation of the pissing on the grass. Mm. And, and and I talked about this before. I said, because porn becoming normalized mm-hmm. to watch, which eventually will make it, at some point, normalized for people to get into. When you bring in these content creators from OnlyFans, it brings in a different element that would normal that was normally would be at a Exotica.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Exotica, the people that had the booth, these was industry professionals. The OnlyFans are not professional because mm-hmm. they wasn't groomed to come in the game. They wasn't built to be brought to the game. Because, like for example, we use use an example:
1: mm-hmm.
0: you shoot like Hollywood. Regardless of whether it's reality, whatever the, you might want to call it, you shoot like Hollywood. What I mean. Lights, cameraman, uh, you take pictures, <laughs> yeah. you do. Samples, you feel what I'm coming from? Even though I you may it. not do stuff, every five minutes, you know what I'm saying? Okay, okay, be five minutes switch, y'all do, you know, the only thing amateur you do is just the way you go about the movement of the scene. Yeah. Because y'all don't Y'all, y'all control the stop and start. You feel what I'm coming from?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I, I, I feel like every, I felt like everybody got what they were supposed to get out of the situation. Um, mm-hmm. I just felt like a lot of people were acting really, really Hollywood. Like people that you that I talk to on a regular basis on social media. Um, I feel like. Wasn't who they were in person,
0: yeah. I feel
1: like everybody, you know, kind of put on a persona, kind of had like a little bouginess up in them. Um, <laughs> and yeah. yeah, a lot of people just acting real bougie in Hollywood, and I'm just like, oh, okay, this is the type of you know, type of time we on when we, you know, out in public. So, so it seems um,
0: crazy when they act bougie to their own, I get it to the fans, mm-hmm. but if me and you, I was. We on the same site, motherfucker. What you talking
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what was up with that. I mean, because I'm I'm just real down the earth. I'm willing to hang out and chill with anybody as long as it has, you know, some positivity or some some money making or some something, you know, that comes mm-hmm. with it. I'm just not gonna hang out just to hang out. And I feel like that's what kind of like really sets me apart from the other people because I feel mm-hmm. like Everyone wanted to shoot with me when they saw that I was there. But my biggest problem is everyone knew that I was going to be there. I've been advertising it for weeks that I was going to be there. I put it in my bio that I was going to be there. I put it on my social medias that I was going to be there. And you guys wait until the day that I get there or after you saw me at the convention, like, hey, let's link up to shoot. And I mm-hmm. realized a lot of people just was being nasty. Like I understand, you know, about the whole getting talent tested thing yeah. and, you know, you have to be tested when you shoot. But my problem is there were people that, that were there that were shooting like eight scenes on one test. And that that's not really what I'm into. Like I had all of my scenes scheduled before I even landed. Everything, I mm-hmm. had a full itinerary schedule, mm-hmm. everything that I was going to do before I even landed. And I did not steer that itinerary at all for Mm -hmm. anyone but i had people that were very popular with that wanted to shoot with me while i was there but i'm like well where were you when i was trying to find people to shoot with ahead of time and scheduling it and doing this and doing that but on top of that not only knowing that he had six shoots he shot with six different companies while he here and now he still wants to shoot his own personal uh scene with Mm -hmm. me and i'm Mm -hmm. not okay with that being number seven that you've poked i don't know what any of these mm. other young ladies that you See, shot with yeah, do. Yeah,
0: yeah. do because to me, to me even though when i went to the exotica i knew that you had to book multiple shoots especially for a guy because you got to try to overbook because shit happens mm-hmm. guys have guys is going to get flaked on more nine times out of ten than that women will be that weekend anyway hmm um, But that's the reason why I prefer to work with girls outside the convention because, one, just what you just said. I don't want to be the fourth dude and you done got your ass plowed for three days. (laughs) And let's make this clear. Everybody pussy don't bounce back. Hmm. Everybody don't bounce back. And some dicks you might take ain't going to let you bounce back because... Mm -hmm. It's an old saying. They say, "Pussy's pussy, dick just ain't dick." The reason why they say that because you got different sized dick, different shapes dick, or what have you. Not every woman's canal can handle some of these dicks, especially if you're dealing with a straight dude. Because mm-hmm. straight dudes sometimes don't hit the spot. Curved dudes do, but that's a total another conversation for another day. <laughs> but yeah, you you because it ain't like you shoot with one guy the whole time. You shoot with three to different three. The four different guys. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, same time. There's a lot of different dicks going into pussy, thus can wear it out.
1: Yep. And then on top of that, you also put yourself in danger of, if you do catch something, not knowing where it came from. Because you put yourself in a position where you shot too many shoots. So for me, I always limit myself. I tell people all the time, I have a two dick maximum and I'll do a girl-on-girl scene. Now, if anybody want to do any other scenes outside of that, we would not be sw- swapping any type of fluids. Meaning, we could do a foot scene, we can mm-hmm. do a uh, titties fucking scene, you know, something like that, but you won't be putting your mouth on me and I won't be putting my mouth on you or we ain't put nothing inside of pretty much of anything mm-hmm. because I still shoot fetish content and mm-hmm. some guys really turn that down because they're like oh that's not going to do anything for me and I put them on my never shoot again oh, list mm-hmm. just because oh, of the, no, I'm
0: be that... the dumbest thing mm-hmm. do a milking all I do gotta do is let and let her jerk him off why we have a gay fan base you dumb fucks they will buy that shit
1: Yep, uh, but one thing a lot of what, what I think like a lot of guys in this industry is very small minded to the point where they're not looking
0: They just want to fuck Exactly They just want to fuck We real. don't want
1: to find different <laughs> ways of making money because you got to understand if you got a girl if you've never done foot jobs before and you got a girl with pretty feet willing to do a foot job with you you don't even understand that you just opened yourself up to a whole new audience Yeah
0: that because, you can see, make
1: more money off of. All you're about is just getting your dick wet and you fucking doing some vagina. And at that point, you're not worried about money. You're about mm-hmm. fucking. So now you and my do not work with list.
0: Mm-hmm. And see dudes like that, this is the way of getting pussy. <laughs> they can't get it outside of the porn business.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of these guys can get pussy outside of the porn business, but I feel like the problem is they don't want to work for it. Like, you understand, like, some... A lot of people say, like, or a lot of men, since I I do have five brothers and I pretty much only hang around a lot of guys for the most part, Uh they all say, like, they really got to work a little hard to get vagina and they don't be wanting to work that hard, you know? So a lot of them still Mm -hmm. participate in sex work um, and, you know, don't mind paying a woman just so
0: he can, you know, get the way he need to go. Wait, wait, you you know why that is, right? <laughs> you know uh, what that is, right? I just feel like
1: sometimes Man. it's just easier without the headache, you know. See,
0: you can get dick when they want it, men can get pussy when it's available. That's why I tell any female if a dude say how many girls he has sex with, subtract that by three. <laughs> 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 because, because, no, seriously, a woman that's not a woman, I don't care if she's ugly or pretty. She know 10 dudes that she can call and she can get dick from. She can get dick from.
1: It Actually, may not be well, that
0: time. Nice, but dudes, no. no. Well, you it really
1: depends them. on the guy because I've dealt with a few guys that have pussy disposed at their hands because mm-hmm. of who they are or because of their dick size or just because mm-hmm. of, I don't know. I don't know. I really, I can't really exactly put my finger on it but I have a few guys that are in my lifetime that girls be drooling at these niggas' feet. I mean, doing anything and everything in <coughs> a piece. So I don't know. Like, like, like I can sometimes for certain guys,
0: he's, he's, he's these three factors: he has good dick, mm-hmm. probably easy, mm-hmm. and he caters to it. There you go.
1: Yeah, I can I can agree to that.
0: Yeah, see yeah, that. We, we had this conversation like if you can go in a man's house, how you tell if he's a woman magnet or not? I said, go look in his bathroom. <laughs> bathroom fucking spotless, dude. He getting pussy.
1: Yeah, it was it was funny that you say that because I just came across a TikTok the other day with this uh-huh. girl saying how she got the ultimate. Um, what was it? She said the, the she got the ultimate hobo pack in her house. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what she meant by that is saying that if there's a guy that is not used to a clean house or a clean smell yeah. house, cooked food, stock refrigerator, all of the streaming networks you could find, you got a nice mm-hmm. PlayStation or Xbox. Oh, he's staying, sis. He's not going nowhere. Like, <laughs> now we kind of have to think of ourselves as ladies like, hmm, we might have to start living a little bit trifling, just so these niggas don't want to stay. You know, don't keep yeah. your refrigerator stacked. You know, just let him come ah, over, and hit it, ah, and send him way. You have too that. much going on in your house, and for him to relax and feel comfortable, he start to feel yeah. a little bit too comfortable. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, if, but I said it. I said, look, you know, you know, if a woman got, got, got men, and um, a girl said, how? Go to the refrigerator. If the if she got a rack of ribs. And she lived it by her goddamn self. She she got she she got one or two dudes, or definitely a dude. <laughs> Not a you know, rack right of got, ribs, rack of rib steak. What The fuck you eating steak for you? You know what I'm saying? It's like what? certain food that you know damn good well that now you cooking that because that you, you 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 fucking something. You got a dude. This <laughs> dude coming over and you you service it. Stop playing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because. It's because it's just funny because if because I know that when females go over dudes' house and I know when we go over female house we look at certain shit just to see. Yep. Oh, I'm nosy.
1: I'm going to your bathroom saying I got to go to your bathroom just so I can look through <laughs> your shit. I want to see what you got going on. You never know what you're dealing with. You fuck around going that man medicine cabinet. and He's on. Ritalin and three other anxiety drugs, and you know he might be crazy. Uh, you gotta you gotta check things out since you can't go over that man's house without looking through his drug cabinet. I want to see, and I feel like that's how I really get to know who you are—is when I see where you're, where you keep your pill bottles and stuff is after uh, I examine what you put inside of your body. Now, if I know you're taking anxiety medicine, I might want to think twice.
0: Like, oh no. Uh, <laughs> What's wrong? Um, uh, my mom, my mother called. She's sick. I gotta go. <laughs> what? I'm just saying. That's hey, I got a wrong drive. I got a wrong drive. I gotta go. No, because like I said, it's, it's always the one. It's like, I think a lot of times, you know who you are dealing with when you meet them. It's just whether or not you want to accept accept it for who who it is. Just like um, I always say this. A lot of times, dudes want to be in an open relationship. They just ain't got the balls really say that part and the that other part, part of it is, they want to be open to it they're open <laughs> they want to be as open as they want to be yeah because see because see because now as i tell you what men are the main one to cheat women of course women do cheat let's keep it real they do you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying hard to catch them now as i think they want to get caught just alert you that you might be replaced, but that's a story for another day. And um, like like I was saying, is it's, it's with dudes they want to play the field, but they want to have the girl at home. And it's kind of crazy that if the girl probably was down with it, it wouldn't be an issue. It's mm-hmm. just he had to share her with some dick. You know, mm-hmm. So I find it interesting, it's kind of like, we're now in a day and age where a lot of men are bisexual, we're in a day and mm-hmm. age, where, <clears throat> swinging threesomes, unicorns, you still have dudes that sit here and try to turn, um, we try to pretend to be a monogamous physically, he might be monogamous mentally, meaning he ain't gonna leave
1: mm-hmm. us.
0: Not, <laughs> and then at the end of the day, it'll be funny to say that after him and the girl break up, she become a swinger. There you go.
1: <laughs> I mean, look, I've seen it happen firsthand. Just because currently I am, I am, I am in an open poly relationship. My partner and I have been together for nine years now, mm-hmm. and you know we've been we've been through it. Where it comes, like at first, you know, I only wanted to deal with him. And then, you know, as he started to grow in his relationships outside of me, his relationship, mm-hmm. I realized that me just having him just wasn't enough because, you know, he's explored other options, you know, with other women. Mm-hmm. And... I, you know, we had to. It, I feel like with a poly relationship, you always have to sit down and like go over things, or like reiterate things, or you know, just just re just bring it up again, just to see if anything changes because you, you just never know. As far as you know, you might feel like you just want to be with that one person, and then as time go on, you realize that you would like to expand your side of things, and everything is a is a is a open communication for the most part but Mm -hmm. i feel like you know my man also went through that when i was brought to him that you know i was interested in possibly having another male partner outside of the relationship that we have and at first he was a little you know (laughs) i'm not enough you know and i had to like reiterate it back to him is like this is the same situation that you're in. Like, I don't like it to. I don't like it to be a double standard in a poly relationship. Yeah. I yeah. feel like if you have the ability to go out and date other people, I should have the ability to go out and date other people too. And there shouldn't be a stipulation on who that person is, because I don't feel like I'm necessarily. Yeah, the stipulation because I remember you decide to date. I
0: remember someone that we uh was friends with back in the day. They they had it. All these purposes of poly. hmm and they were saying that they had the dudes, the peep, the do's and don'ts, the people that it was cool to do it with, and the people that <clears throat> it wasn't cool with. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Well, that's a slippery slope." I had a conversation. I said, "They're gonna be a slippery slope." like, "Why?" Because what if he really want to do that person? Y'all yeah. in an open relationship, open marriage.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why is he has to be? If anything, you don't want to hear about it. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. You went and saw, okay then, okay, have fun. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, period. But because when you do that, what ends up happening, the worst thing you do it is, okay, it's like this. If you tell me no, it turns them on. Because why is it that she don't want me to fuck her? It's, she want me to fuck everybody else, but not her. What is it? Mm. So it gives you the curiosity. yeah hmm You care, you give no boundaries. This is how I do thinking. Wait a second. But if I fuck her, though, she might get mad. Yeah. you going to be extra more hesitant. <laughs> no, wait a second, though. But <laughs>
1: jealousy happens. And I feel like yeah. I feel like a lot of people don't talk about it enough. Jealousy happens. There's been times in my relationship where I've been jealous, where I've been telling my nigga, like, look, me, out of this poly relationship that we've been in, him and I has been together the longest. But I I be, but I be in my feelings sometimes when I feel like he's spending a little bit of time with one of them and I'm not getting enough time. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, you just was with her all week. You gonna be with her all next week too? Like, <laughs> what about the rest of us? Like, you know, and it's like, mm-hmm. and, and sometimes it, it all it is is a conversation to say, hey, you know, you have to be more mindful that because you mm-hmm. are in a relationship with more than one woman, that you have to split your time up accordingly because, due to the fact that you have more than one woman, it's just like a more like a reminder thing, like, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. getting jealous because he's spending more, he's spending a lot more time with her. And but see, now you have to, now you have to talk to him and bring him back, like, hey, I understand that you're having fun over there, but I'm still, I'm still here. Like,
0: but I'm gonna ask you this though, which is harder juggling for the man to juggle two women or the woman juggling two men?
1: Um, to mm. be honest, I really feel like it's very, very difficult for women to juggle two men. I've I've tried it. Mm. I haven't completely been su- su- as successful as I would like to be in it.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> I just realized
1: <laughs> every time I try to get a guy outside of the relationship that I'm in, it never works. Period.
0: Well, I mean, after you probably gave him that head, he was thinking wifey. But
1: <laughs> I mean, but but I can say that is one of the reasons why I didn't work with one of the guys is because of the <laughs> fact that he wanted me exclusively and he couldn't mm-hmm. have me exclusively. Like he was he was more he was upset that he had to share me, but I had to let him know like I'm not gonna leave the relationship that I have. I'm looking for add ons. I'm not looking to. To leave my man for you, so I had to end up cutting them off because I'm like, this this is not the the relationship that I was looking for, and he was getting all sad and shit, and I'm like, yeah, this can't work out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like, this is an entanglement that needs to end today.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it's like I don't I don't want to make a person feel like I don't want to make a person feel like I'm putting a gun to their head or I'm making them be in this relationship. Like, mm-hmm. I want you to genuinely want to be in it. And but I want you to genuinely be in it with the stipulations that that comes with it, like you already knew what it was when you met me because I'm completely straight up and straightforward about the relationship that I'm in, what I'm practicing, how I practice uh-huh. it. so anybody that meet me when they meet me, they know that I already have a man, and if you're if you're if you want to get to know me on that type of level, you have to be understanding that that situation isn't going to change. Worry about yourself a lot of people don't know how to worry about their self they're so worried about Another person that you're dealing with rather than worrying about themselves mm-hmm. and just being building the relationship it's, it's that they want to have it. with you.
0: Some people take it as a challenge to try to change the narrative,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know. Period. That's the, the other part of that because it's kind of like, okay, if she giving me this attention, imagine if I was the only one getting this attention. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So, it, so it's kind of like any man or woman that come into this got to have a certain type of maturity. And to me, it's also had to be equally yoked that they got to have something at home. And the reason why, because then you're not going to overstep the boundary because you got something to lose just as much as the next person. Right, so you feel like it's just automatically balanced.
1: And I feel like that, that yeah. could possibly be my problem is the simple fact that when I am dating outside of my poly relationship, I mm-hmm. feel like the guys that I'm dating, they don't have uh, they don't have other people. They don't have a, a a significant other on their end. So when I'm not there, they're just missing out,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or so they feel.
0: Yeah, because if I got some pussy over here, I ain't worried about pussy over there. <laughs> so I'm ready to go get the pussy over there
1: <laughs> right that kind of makes sense because I mean I, that was kind of my thought pattern with the two, with me having more than one man like mm. you know he busy what I'm going to do <laughs> Yeah. am I just yeah. going to sit around here and just wait on him or am I going to go up there and get mine as well
0: yeah because it's it's kind of like just funny to me like I always say with the the one rules with, with threesome your woman better be by For it to work properly because absolutely it's going to be be let me tell you,
1: two straight women and one straight man in a threesome is a tragedy. Okay, (laughs) it's a tragedy, a hard sale,
0: sale, or in the words of my man Jim Cornette, terrible booking, (laughs) 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 terrible booking because completely, because like I said, is because even with. When when I look at like the people that do the poly the polygamy. Dude, you 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 trying to please two women. One, the key to, to me to any relationship is how you deal with your mates' changes. Mm-hmm. And women change more than men. And he's dealing with two. God bless him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't and, I don't
1: and, I would never be able to understand. I mean, I understand two women, but when you have more than that, which my man does, it's, it gets me the little wondering of where do you have the time to do all of this? But you know what? As long as I'm taking care of, care of, mm-hmm. and as long as me and him good, what he do outside of the relationship, I don't mm-hmm. care as long as he's doing it safe. Like I, I, I get to the point where I don't even stress myself out about it because I realize that he can put more on his plate than I am willing to put on mine. Yeah. And I don't put his
0: situations on my plea. And see, and see, sometimes in this in this situation, if you give the man leeway, he gonna do right by it. Because if you give me that green light, I ain't gonna fuck it up. Hell no. <laughs> but there's so many people that do, and I can tell you, my man has
1: <laughs> has fucked up before. You know.
0: Okay, then how do he fuck up?
1: <clears throat> Just not communicating. Not, 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 not Nation communicating not to the well, to the point not, where please. you're doing something and you're not communicating it to the women that you're dealing with, and that's a problem.
0: Okay.
1: Mostly, it's mostly it's about the communication. Like I don't like to be left out in the blind. Because at the end of the day, I am a bisexual woman. So if you fucking on something, I want to know what's going on. Because maybe I want you too. Like maybe I'm <laughs> in on the activities that you got going on with Miss Thickems over there. But you, mm-hmm. I feel like you didn't give. I feel like at this point you being selfish and you didn't mm-hmm. want to share. And we all share over here. So what the fuck is your problem? So
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: like, yeah. Give me the option. Like you didn't even holler at me or nothing. And I feel like that's a problem because it's like. It's not necessarily cheating because we have an open relationship, but it's like but at the same time it's like, let me know what's going on. Like
0: I tell people it's cheating when you don't know. It it, it that's what it comes down to. Even with an open relationship yeah. or open marriage, if if it's open, everybody should it shouldn't exactly. even be a, a question because there's no reason to hide it. <laughs> you ain't gonna lose anything <laughs> to a certain extent. When you cheat, you hide it because you're afraid it's gonna hurt the relationship, you're gonna lose the woman, or the woman gonna lose the man. In this situation, it ain't that they got a problem with you fucking somebody else. Now, the next level is making a relationship with someone else. That's when, or if the because I always feel they gotta be a queen in the situation. True. You feel me? You know, period. That means that. It's it, it's like a circle. It's you got a small circle, then the circles outside of it. So the keys, if that silver circle is not strong, there's no need to bring anything else around it because it's gonna fall apart. Yep. because of jealousy, because of of distrust, you know, period. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying, and on both ends. Women, when their trust is broken, yes, it takes forever to get it back. Men, we just go, we out. <laughs> <laughs> we out. And so mm-hmm. it's, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, um, when, and plus on top of that, you also, like I said, you do adult film or what have you. So it's kind of like dealing with the professional level plus the, the power level, how mm-hmm. you balance it. You're very I got understand. a lot of
1: baggage going on. It's really hard for me to date outside of. Whatever. <laughs> it's very hard. Everybody look at me like, hold up. Bitch, you do porn? and you already got a nigga? And you want more? Like, nah, you, you good over there where you at. We can't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but see, but that's why I say it. it has to be somebody. Like, I tell anyone, if you a swinger, you deal with swingers. Right. Um Because, one, they understand. Two, they... Yeah, they understand because they in the lifestyle, you know, period. It's kind of like for example, okay, I understand that I am just the appetizer. I am not the main course. Don't get comfortable. (laughs) Back in the day, that's how I thought. I was, because I had a girl one time, she had a boyfriend, and she was like, you know, I feel bad this day and third because, you know, I got a boyfriend, and I'm screwing you, and I don't want to do you wrong. I'm like, Mama, use me. I don't care. <laughs> do you I don't give a shit. What the fuck? He ain't even here. Why do I give a shit? I'm right. You worry about yourself. Worry about your man, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but, <clears throat> but like I said, I just think that a lot of times that uh that's the biggest thing. Because I this is one thing I wonder. Are there any polys that last a long, long time?
1: <clears throat> I mean, there are. Because I feel like there is no real rules to any relationship. Like, I feel like Mm-mm. anybody, any couple or thruple or or uh, Polly that decides to get together, I feel like you make your own rules as it go. Mm-hmm. You know, just like there is no real book on, you know how to raise your kid. Like you, you a lot of times when you got your first kid, you just figure it out as you go along. Yeah. And with that, you know you got a little bit of help on the side. And with that being said, it's like you, you make it your own. You make your own rules, you make your own regulations, you make your own compromise. You you do what you see fit for your relationship. And as long as you're following the rules that the both of you have agreed to, I don't I don't see anything that could come out of it being wrong. I i I've, I've known some successful poly relationships.
0: Like I said, mm-hmm. I'm almost 10 years in one. Shit, um, Will Smith and Jada pick it. Yeah, <laughs> this, this, they, just, they just
1: came out, actually, and you know... Which I don't know why they came
0: out. I, I, like, like, like well, I don't know what he was going to do. The reaction he thought he was going to kick. Everybody was like, we already knew. <laughs> <before> <laughs> we already do that. We knew before August Allestein. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. We, knew. we heard about the swinger parties back in the day, nigga. Stop playing! Mm-hmm. It's very stupid. We
1: obviously knew what was going on, but you know it's a lot of bozos out here. You know it's a lot of squares yeah. out here that really don't know this side of the lifestyle. Like, and and it's crazy, the lifestyle, old
0: as shit. people. But it's, it's crazy that shit.
1: it's a lot of people that don't know anything about it. Like it's a lot of people that just live the regular societal lifestyle where they do regular shit every day, mm-hmm. nine to five every day, kids home mm-hmm. every day, to the point mm-hmm. where they don't even know that it is a it's a whole other lifestyle out there that you mm-hmm. can participate in. And every time I introduce a new person to it, their mm-hmm. eyes be big as hell. Like I didn't it's, even know this shit really existed. You, I thought this stuff is the but this is what I, I know see on TV. A lot of,
0: a lot of people. They're being there, like, in their, they in their first marriage or whatever. feel like they're sexually suppressed. Okay, what's funny, I talked to one girl, she liked sucking dick when she was married, but then after she got she got divorced, she said she loves sucking dick. I said, well, damn. She just didn't like sucking that dick. <laughs> I was like, her husband must feel like shit. <laughs> yeah,
1: his dick was trash.
0: Like, damn, she Boy, didn't. Or he didn't set
1: her emotionally there to make her want to please him. Because yeah. that, that can always be a situation where <clears throat> I realize a lot of women get into relationships with men because of the other factors. Like, they don't... Yeah. That, that man don't necessarily please them, mm-hmm. but because... Like, he likes her more than she likes him. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, a, a lot more. And she's willing mm-hmm. to put up with that because the simple fact that she actually... Cool with uh, having a man, you know. Really dependable. Yeah, exactly. Dependable, pretty much. And you know, she ain't really feeling him, but you know, she feeling him enough to allow him to to get to where you know wherever. And as soon as they break up, she be buck wild with the next guy. Like, and I kind of feel like I, I've kind of that's kind of how i was to a certain extent like it really depended on the guy that i was dating would depend on how catering or how much i really enjoyed him and being in a relationship because there's uh-huh. some niggas that they never had me cook for them ever and Ooh. then i had a nigga that had me cooking every day so it's like it really depends on what the guy is making the girl feel to make her want to do those things for him if you ain't making that click you getting tv dinners every night Sarah? i'm
0: sorry <laughs> <laughs> You getting 100 minutes <laughs> what hundred man we having tonight baby <laughs> oh yeah See, that's why guys, you got to eat the pussy. got to eat the pussy, fellas. You, gotta eat the pussy. Yeah, you just got to be and a catering.
1: It's not even necessarily about eating the pussy. It's more so about no, doing your you ladies' love I mean. languages and catering to them as, as she likes to see fit. Because a lot of people love you the way that they think that you want to be loved, not the way that you actually want to be loved, and the shit is like a complete disconnect.
0: But, see, but, but that's about communication, though. Because a lot of times, people are scared to have those hard conversations because they're afraid the argument that will suit. No. cuz it, it probably will be arguing. argument.
1: Yeah, but that's the that's the, the thing about it is and that's crazy cuz I I try to get those hard conversations out in the beginning so I even know if I even want to fuck with you or not because it's like yeah. you you get so into the relationship and not really actually getting to know that person and then to y'all actually hit that one hard wall mm-hmm. and that be it. All that is and shit go out the window because We disagreed on this one situation And we couldn't see eye to eye And it's completely a deal breaker to me Like a lot of people Mm -hmm. don't discuss their deal breakers up front Yeah To just cut off the bullshit You wanna keep having sex And y'all having sweating y'all asses off and Y'all going out drinking every night And partying Y'all enjoying each other's company But y'all know shit about each other Nothing Mm -hmm. But fucking and drinking You know what his favorite liquor is He know what yours is Yeah (laughs) And that's about
0: it. Because at some point, it has to become a deeper connection than the sex. Because the sex, after a time, so it dissipates. Not necessarily go away, but it's less of it as y'all grow older. Kids. Jobs. You know, trust me, y'all ain't fucking like rabbits in year 10. If y'all is, God bless you. (laughs) I wish I was you. You know what I'm saying? And there's a lot of men that's saying that right now in year 10. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So, so it's kind of like that. Why I said the key to any relationship is how you adjust to your mate's changes, you know. Period. Because, like for example, uh, when they talk about the high value man shit, which is funny, that's always a conversation. High value man because he got money, he got a good job. But guess what? Sometimes shit happens. And that job is gone. That money gone. Yeah. So then, if it, 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 it's like I said, it has to be on a deeper level you know pretty. i mean
1: even even with that being said he could be making a lot of money but his personality sucked. he'd be treating like everybody in his life like shit he would be beating on his woman like you never know what that person is doing and
0: mm-hmm. all you're
1: doing is worried about the dollar signs
0: yeah sometimes you make to be with a regular ass dude that has a regular nine to five. <laughs> you better go date that batista at fucking starbucks
1: because he like you girl Okay. Yeah,
0: because some of them celebrities they they, <laughs> if they they would be happy if they just date a regular ass dude,
1: mm-hmm. regular
0: ass working nine to five at Walmart, dude.
1: Not at Walmart.
0: Yes, at Walmart, goddamn. Kmart out this motherfucker. They ain't even Kmart anymore, so he working Kmart.
1: <laughs> Look, I've tried that out before, and I'm just gonna say that I can say those guys are not for me. I have tried it out. I tried to. Show them better, a better life. They they want to mm-hmm. work at Walmart for the rest of their life. They don't want to own one, so I I can't date with people where they have small minds. Oh shit!
0: Nah.
1: <laughs> I I want to deal with a person I, I want to elevate
0: and grow. I always thought be shit. You know, I, I'm I, I'm the most, incomplacent person on the planet because I got to always have multiple hustles going. I can't have one. <laughs> never was a nine to five kind of dude. You know, I might have a nine to five, but I got something else behind it. Right. So <laughs> it's <'cause>, because <laughs> it, like me is is I guess it's just the hustle spirit that just was in my family. For my right. dad and my granddaddy, grandma was a bootlegger, and granddaddy was a bootlegger, which is funny. And um, you know, it's it just it just in you. You know what I'm saying? Shoot, My I,
1: daddy was a bootlegger too, so I know exactly where you come from. <laughs> my, dad, my dad was selling movies. My dad sold movies and CDs when they was fucking cassettes. When you had a VCR, mm-hmm. my dad was bootlegging them first, and then when they put the DVD was bootlegging them, bootlegging the CDs, he was a <laughs> my dad was yeah. a hustler motherfucker. I told <clears I> him <throat> always told my dad that uh you can sell somebody. A pair of drawers that was already on somebody else's ass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. crazy I like, that. like. But see, but that, but right that's the game. But see, that's that's our game. Is 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 a hustle, you know. Period. It's just you don't make the most money till you turn that hustle to a business. You know, period. And and I think that that's the one thing that's going on now is that people was looking at. Point, as your hustle now they start looking at it as a business and um you know period that's why i say i'm doing this podcast to help these fuckers damn do it right because some of you only fans i'm sorry y'all motherfuckers still ain't doing it right y'all y'all still fuck up the business
1: Yeah, there's a lot of people that's still not doing it right but at the end of the time those people will be weeded out eventually because oh, i mean yeah. at the end of the day OnlyFans is around right now at the moment, but eventually that's going to be died out, and we're going to see the people that really got the hustle to really mm-hmm. continue to get out here and get this money, rather than the people that was just on the bandwagon because you know it was the next best thing. Oh
0: yeah. Um, now, now I know you was right.
1: I have an X Videos account, but technically I don't even use it. And Mm -hmm. I say that because, and everybody is very disappointed in me because of the simple fact that I don't use it. But Mm -hmm. my problem is, is the fact that the videos that I put on there, they have to at least be two minutes long in order for Uh. me to make money off of them and a 2 minute video is very pricey for me like usually i get paid mm-hmm. a nice pretty penny off of a 2 minute video especially like a custom video like i can make 50 to 75 dollars off a 2 minute custom video and you telling me you want me to post a 2 minute video on this for free to make a couple pennies uh, i don't really know
0: like um, yeah you haven't been on x videos lately <laughs> oh so i'm money something okay see i'm about to give everyone a heads up i already did a show i already did a show that i got the i recorded that i ain't dropped it yet um the name of the show was called and for the people that's hearing this now this is going to be in the subscription because it's not Let's i'm learn, not giving it to you for free. Me something it's going to be in the description you got to pay for this uh x videos is changing these sites are now changing only mm-hmm. fans them scared them into change and now there's no more tube sites. There's no more free, exact free shit anymore. The reason why I say this, X Videos, for this very reason why I asked you this, now offers not only the premium, they offer membership as well as we just sell it as a clip now. As well as the video. So, which is funny because I went good because I Trust me, I use X videos, but I'm telling you, fuck the free shit, the premium. Fuck the free shit, the premium, I'm telling you.
1: Okay, all, telling right, you, all
0: right, all well, right. I'm
1: gonna work on that tomorrow as soon as I crack my I eyes. Then,
0: and then on top of that, we click for sale, they're making changes, you know, period. And so, and it's kind of like, even to the point that some of the hashtags, some of the Yeah, stuff. but I
1: heard, I heard some bad things about clips for sale, so I know a lot of people said they do, I want clips in mini-bids instead. Something mm-hmm. about a legal case where I want clips about some child pornography
0: stuff. Oh, 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 okay, let me write that down to you. Um, What ended up happening was, it was an article that was written. To me, I felt it was an attack on porn and prefer the tube sites in general. And um, what the article was talking about was a Czechoslovakish woman was raped and numerous times and they filmed it and they put it on the tube site. It was not on want clips, I want clips. It was actually on the actual tube site. It was just the reporter that reported it decided he wanted the name Clips to sell He wanted the name OnlyFans, he wanted to name Pornhub, he wanted to name all these places, including the spot, but he didn't want to just name that one spot where they actually found the video, Mm. you know, period. Which, what's going on now with these sites is not that MasterCard is pushing them to change shit, is that they're changing shit because they want to become more solo content creator based. Because they looking at it as ha- think about all the hashtags they're taking away. Majority of them is boy girl shit. Yeah. Take away outside of Scat and the P- and golden shower. All yeah. that is boy girl shit. So they they, they, make com-
1: it- they completely took that away. You can't even post that on OnlyFans or they flag your yeah. account.
0: Yeah. So they're making it to where it's also live camera. Ride cam, uh, camera f- uh, friendly because clip for sale. It wouldn't surprise me that they eventually add live cam because at one point they had live cam back in the day mm. way, way back in the day. <laughs> I tried to use it, but I didn't have a webcam at the time. But yeah, but a lot of these sites they're kind of changing to be more towards live cam, the solo content creator, you know. Period. That's why I tell girls work on getting the standalone site. It's still good to have your shit on this stuff, but have the standalone site because guess what? If your if your money is SCAT, they can't fuck with the standalone site cuz it's your shit. Yeah.
1: And they have websites like I remember um yeah. this be nasty was on um I think it might be called scat.com. I'm not 100% sure, but they make you, they allow you to post all of that on yeah. it and you get paid for it on the, some third party website. I don't well, that's
0: funny. <laughs> should be making money. <laughs> yeah.
1: I just feel like, to be honest, for me personally, I feel like me using the bathroom is my private time. Like, I'm really I'm not not to comfortable think. with recording myself doing that.
0: Like, you have to position yourself to where they see the shit. It's come weird. Out and I'm okay. I Man, think I, I only it.
1: did a, a, a pee video once, and I hated it. And it's at this point where when anyone ever asks me for a video like that, I I got that video saved to the point where I send that video to everybody. <laughs> I'm not, not going to keep recording myself pissing. It's just not going to be a thing. It's just oh. I'm not comfortable with it. I'm not comfortable with my feet being on my toilet seat when I'm peeing. Like,
0: oh. What I'm the f- what? what, huh? what? I swear, some of the custom videos, the shit that it actually has to do is amazing. I had one dude hit me up. He wanted me to do like a, a threesome. I'm like, dude, I don't even have a second girl to even do that. And I'm retired, so... <laughs> Look, he was he was
1: willing to pay for it, so I guess you should find that other girl.
0: <laughs> nah, sh- <laughs> hey, I wish it did shit. I wish I had this motherfucker, but hey, you know. <laughs> Shit, it's harder to get somebody to come to North to come through North Carolina, let alone to come to North Carolina. So <laughs> cause, I mean they bypass this motherfucker, like
1: shh. Yeah, I ride through, I don't really stop past.
0: And it just be funny cause I be like, You live in North Carolina? I'm like, oh <laughs> then let me say I live in New York or DMV. Oh yeah, I, I come there all the time. Yeah, I live in North Carolina. Oh. Don't, don't go to North Carolina Charlotte.
1: for anything. That's that's not really the state where you go and that's the state where you go to visit family, stuff like that. That ain't no state that you gonna go to
0: to, like hang out. And see, that's why I said uh with North Carolina, we suck on the porn. Because Sarah Lace is down here, right? We yeah. actually have AV certified girls down here. Miss London lived is for Raleigh. She lived in Raleigh. Yeah,
1: they lived there, but they traveled. But
0: but them motherfuckers would not work within the state for shit, they won't do content. Trade would be in the state for shit, hell no. <laughs> Ain't no content party, no content house. No, not North Carolina, no. And actually it would be perfect to do it here because so many places you probably could feel would never get caught.
1: Yeah, you right about that. That definitely makes sense. But I got family um, in North Carolina by Rocky Mount.
0: So I go there, I go there every,
1: every once in a while. Say hello.
0: My cameraman is from up there. He's I used to go up there to go film, but he came down here to film. Mm. God, I, I was spoiled. I had a cameraman. That was a beautiful thing.
1: <laughs> See, my man um, is my cameraman. I don't trust nobody else really. Like, um, actually, I just talked to uh my girl Vicky Chase today. Mm-hmm. Uh, A few months ago, I was in New York and she hit me up and we hung out and she was cool as fuck. And um, we went back to her spot and we just shot like a whole scene for real. It was real cool. And Mm -hmm. she just sent me back the scene today. So um, I believe she said it's 55 minutes long. Mm -hmm. Um, It's me, her, and another guy. It's like a whole threesome. So that's about to go crazy because technically that is Quincy's first interracial scene. I've never. Did anything with a white guy or a Spanish girl before Ooh. until Sarah Lee's?
0: Mm. Well, shoot. So, so we so 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 when you the the next uh glory hole party?
1: Uh, to be honest, the next glory hole party is tomorrow. Um, it's a casino theme, and I have nothing to wear, so I'm probably gonna go to the mall tomorrow and like try to. <laughs> buy something, something <laughs> of some sort to wear for the party tomorrow. But it's it's tomorrow, actually.
0: Oh, definitely. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So oh, you know we like to bring you back on here for the Patreon, so we can talk about them shoots where we can get real candid and dirty. So.
1: Oh yes, absolutely. Uh, it's always an honor to be here and talk to you and smoke my nice little weed. Oh
0: oh yeah and see, and see i'm gonna have to hook up with you and do a photo shoot even though today photo shoot now i'm gonna tell you what's funny to give you an update on that I actually went through the pictures i don't feel so bad anymore <laughs> <laughs> i cleaned up something i was like okay i got better shots than i thought it's just no because you okay you know you've been through this right you're doing a photo shoot right mm. and you know the shot is hot but it blurry and you like, man, god dang it. And see what I hate, I couldn't go back. Because normally, like what I used to do is when we do, let's say me and you were working together, we do the photo shoot. And before we do the scene, I go look at the pictures. So if something is blurry or supposed that I miss, I'm like, oh, before we shoot, yo, let's shoot this real quick. You know, for, I couldn't do that in that situation. And so, and to me, and I said this before, I didn't care less what you think about me personally. I care more about what someone thinks about the profession because that fucks with my money. True. Because a person can hate your guts and still work with you. Yeah. <laughs> Best believe. So it was like when I went through it, I was like, yeah, so I definitely one day want to hook up with you. We do a video pod, of course. Once I get that straight, and the photo shoot because I'm sorry, you take some smoking pics, man. You really do. <laughs> You take some serious fucking pics, for real.
1: Well, speaking of pitches, well, first of all, I'm definitely down to do that with you. Whenever mm-hmm. I'm around, like, um, you need to you need to come to the convention. They got one coming in D.C. Uh, on December 3rd through the 5th. I,
0: like, I'm, thinking I, I'm thinking on it. I'm thinking on it. I'm thinking on it. I got to see my money right before I can do that. If not, I am planning to do some convention shit next year, though, because... Okay,
1: bad, bad, bad. And with Uh, that being said, my pictures, I took a lot of photos over the last uh, couple of weeks, and I didn't really like how any of them turned out, because I've gained a few pounds, and I don't really like the way I look in the pictures, so I am right now in the process, I am on a diet, um, and I am exercising, and I'm going to lose 10 pounds so I can look good for these photos, because this Mm. ain't going to work out.
0: And I know that DMV, I hope they do it next year, too, because I know that one is probably going to be the most lit of the year. I just got to feeling.
1: it. I hope just so.
0: Because, because everybody comes to DMV anyway, and two, it's the newest spot. Who mm-hmm. can't get there? Who can't get there?
1: Right. Even like, it, I'm
0: who really, can't really get there?
1: hoping for the DMV to really come out and show support for this Exotica um with that being it's said gonna, the only reason why I, I was a little worried is because yeah. of the one in new jersey mm-hmm. because they're having one in new jersey i did mm-hmm. i i was like uh i'm not sure how the, the dmv going to turn out because i know a lot oh. of people said the jersey is the hottest
0: oh one. no okay i'm gonna tell you why y'all chocolate dmv is chocolate city dc is chocolate city so It's going to be a lot of chocolate in the building. I already know. (laughs) Well, you know, I'm definitely going to be there. I'm going to have a booth. We are
1: going to be representing the Glory Hole Girls. So I'm going to have all of my Glory Hole Girls at a booth in the DMV together. We all going to be there having a party. We're going to make it seem like it's a Glory Hole party. I think we're we're going to do it up. We're going to have a
0: Glory Hole party that weekend, period.
1: We are going to have a Glory Hole party that weekend as well. Ooh. So we we to, to most likely what we're going to do <clears throat> we are going to oh, oh we are going to partner with one of the biggest uh, swinger clubs here in this area and mm-hmm. they're going to allow us to throw a party there they have a glory hole wall and we're going to advertise after party for Exotica there for Saturday mm-hmm. night that saturday so that's gonna be fucking exclusive i'm telling you that's gonna be something to come to everybody that wanted to go to the glory hole want to know where the glory hole is now we're finally letting everybody know
0: there you go but you gotta come to
1: exotica
0: so with that being said tell everybody they can find you on the net so they can buy your stuff
1: you can find me on my all my links backslash Quincy dash row. And that's R O E E. That's two E's. Um, you have all my links right there. So whatever you want to find me, that's where I'm at.
0: Say no more. So, you know how we do it, people. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke that over. Thanks for coming to the lounge, babe.
1: Thank you for having me. Bye.